0: Welcome to the Business English Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be focusing on a critical aspect of business communication, the art of conversing without making it feel like an interrogation. You know, those situations where you might unintentionally come across as uncomfortably intense or demanding. It's a common challenge faced by many professionals, especially when English is not their first language. It can be an incredibly difficult balance to strike, as we need to, sometimes, come across as authoritative or be determined in our pursuit of success, while still maintaining that air of professionalism. This challenge of communicating instead of interrogating is something that is more unique to Business English rather than General English, due to the context in which professionals must operate within. A professional's environment can be complex and often with a sense of urgency, which in turn requires a certain style of more effective communication methods in order to achieve the desired end result. Now, walking this tightrope between coming across as rude, overbearing or too pushy and using vague or ineffective language requires a number of communication tools from our Business English Toolkit. And it is these very specific Business English tools that we shall lay out over the following two episodes of this Communicating Not Interrogating series. Due to the varied nature of the techniques, we think it is best to split them into, as it will be too much for one single episode. So, for our first jaunt into the world of Communicating and Not Interrogating, we'll be looking at the following three techniques. Firstly, we shall spend some time understanding the differences between the interrogative and the conversational approaches. We shall then move on to the art of open-ended questions and active listening, before finally, for today's episode at least, looking at rapport building and showing empathy. Throughout these sections, we'll be discussing practical phrases and techniques that you can use to foster a positive and collaborative atmosphere in your professional conversations. So, without further ado, let's get amongst this world of effective business communication and learn how to communicate, not interrogate, in Business English. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Business English Podcast. Helping professionals communicate more effectively, more confidently, and with impact. With your host, Rob, from Energetic English. Let's get down to business. Right, let's kick off this huge subject of communicating and not interrogating by discussing the key differences between interrogative and conversational approaches. So, very simply, An interrogative approach involves asking direct questions that may come across as aggressive or confrontational. This can make the person being questioned feel uncomfortable or defensive, which is not conducive to productive discussions. On the other hand, a conversational approach focuses on engaging the other person in a dialogue, encouraging open sharing of information and fostering a more collaborative environment. In a professional setting, as you may have guessed, it's essential to adopt a conversational approach to ensure that your colleagues, clients, and partners feel respected and heard. So, what are some common phrases that professionals are using that go against this idea, and what could we say instead? Well, as ever on the Business English Podcast, we've got you covered We have prepared a list of five examples in order to allow you to see the difference and upgrade your communication skills. So let's go through some common interrogative phrases and their conversational alternatives that you can use in your business interactions. For this section, I shall repeat the interrogative phrase once, because I don't want you to use it, and the conversational phrase twice before pausing for you to copy down, repeat and internalise the phrase. Okay, let's go. 1. Interrogative. Why did you choose this approach? Conversational. Can you walk me through your thought process behind choosing this approach?
1: Can you walk me through your thought process behind choosing this approach? 2. Interrogative. What were the results of the campaign? Conversational.
0: Would you mind sharing the outcomes and key takeaways from the campaign? Would you mind
1: sharing the outcomes and key takeaways from the campaign? Three. Interrogative. Who is responsible for this mistake? Conversational. Let's discuss how
0: we can identify the cause of this issue and work together to find a solution.
1: Let's discuss how we can identify the cause of this issue and work together to find a solution. 4. interrogative When will the project be completed?
0: conversational Could you give me an update on the project timeline and any potential challenges
1: you foresee? Could you give me an update on the project timeline and any potential challenges you foresee? 5. interrogative How much will this cost? conversational
0: I'm interested in understanding the estimated budget for this initiative. Can you provide some insights? I'm interested in understanding the estimated budget for this initiative.
1: Can you provide some insights? As you can see, the conversational
0: alternatives focus on engaging the other person, allowing them to explain their thoughts or actions without feeling attacked. By using these phrases, you create an atmosphere of collaboration and mutual understanding, which is vital for successful business communication. Now that we've covered the importance of adopting a conversational approach and shared some practical examples, let's move on to the next section where we'll discuss the power of open-ended questions and active listening. Right. In this section, we'll explore the value of open-ended questions and the importance of active listening in creating engaging and meaningful conversations. Now, a quick reminder of this topic as we have discussed this subject on other episodes. And if you've done any of our courses, we work a lot with this style of communication as it really breathes excellence into your professional style of interaction. So, as a quick reminder, open-ended questions are those that cannot be answered with a simple yes or no, but require the respondent to provide more information or elaborate on their thoughts. These types of questions are powerful tools that can help you gather more insights and foster better understanding in your business interactions. So, let's take a look at five examples of open-ended questions that you can incorporate into your professional conversations. One. Can you share more details about the challenges
1: you faced during the project? Can you share some more details about the challenges you faced during the project? 2. What do you think are the most important factors to consider when making this decision? What do you think are the most important factors to consider when making this decision? 3. In your opinion, what are the potential
0: risks and opportunities associated with this approach? In your opinion, what are the
1: potential risks and opportunities associated with this approach? 4. How do you envision our collaboration contributing to the overall success of the project? How do you envision our collaboration contributing to the overall success of the project? Five, what steps can we take to ensure that we meet
0: our goals while addressing any potential concerns? What steps can we take to
1: ensure that we meet our goals while addressing any potential concerns? By asking open-ended questions, you not only encourage the other person to share their thoughts and opinions,
0: but also demonstrate your genuine interest in understanding their perspective. This can greatly enhance the quality of your business discussions and lead to more fruitful outcomes. Now, let's move on to the second element in this section, which, as we've already said, is about active listening, which is a crucial component of effective communication. So, what is it exactly? Well, active listening involves giving your full attention to the speaker... Processing the information they share and responding thoughtfully to demonstrate your understanding. It's not just about hearing the words, but genuinely engaging with the content. So, what we're going to do now is put together a bank of phrases that enable you to actively listen. Now, I know that might sound confusing because how can you be listening if you're speaking? But the key point here is to make sure that the speaker understands that you are listening to them and absorbing what they are saying. So, to do that, here are 5 phrases to help you practice active listening in your professional interactions. 1. I see. That's an interesting point. How do you think that would impact our current strategy?
1: I see. That's an interesting point. How do you think that would impact our current strategy? 2. Thank you for sharing that perspective. It helps me understand the situation better. Thank you for sharing that perspective it helps me understand the situation better. Three, so if I understand correctly, your main concern is
0: restate concern, is that right? So if I understand correctly,
1: your main concern is restate concern, is that right? Four, that's a valid point. How do you propose we address this issue? That's a valid point. How do you propose we address this issue? Five, I appreciate your input.
0: Can you elaborate on how this idea could be implemented in our current plan? I
1: appreciate your input. Can you elaborate on how this idea could be implemented in our current plan? By using these active listening phrases, you show that you value the other person's input,
0: fostering an environment of trust and collaboration in your business conversations. Now, with a solid understanding of open-ended questions and active listening, you're well on your way to mastering the art of effective communication in business English and how you are actually communicating and not interrogating with your audience. Okay, so let's keep the ball rolling and get into our next section, which is all about the importance of building rapport and showing empathy in professional settings. In this section, we'll discuss the significance of building rapport and showing empathy in your professional interactions, which is such a vital skill, it has to be said. So let us define these two techniques in a little more detail. Firstly, rapport building. This is the process of establishing a connection and trust with your conversation partner, which is essential for effective communication. Showing empathy, on the other hand, is about understanding and acknowledging the feelings and perspectives of others, which can help create a supportive and collaborative environment in your business conversations. So, let's explore some tips that you can use to build rapport and demonstrate empathy in your professional interactions. 1. Finding common ground. Identify shared interests, experiences, or challenges that can help you connect with the other person on a deeper level. 2. Active listening. As discussed in the previous section, active listening is crucial for building rapport. Through the use of these techniques, you will be more fully engaged and responsive during the conversation. 3. Showing genuine interest. Ask questions and express curiosity about the other person's thoughts and experiences. Four, offering support or assistance. Let the other person know that you're willing to help or collaborate on finding solutions. Five, acknowledging emotions. Recognise and validate the feelings of the other person, demonstrating empathy and understanding. So, with those tips now fresh in your head, Let's now look at five phrases you can use to help build rapport and show empathy. 1. I noticed you attended, event or conference, last year. I was there too. What were your key takeaways? I noticed you
1: attended, event or conference, last year. I was there too. What were your key takeaways? 2. I appreciate you sharing that experience.
0: It helps me better understand your perspective. I appreciate you sharing that experience.
1: It helps me better understand your perspective. 3 That's a fascinating point of view. Can you tell me more about how you came to that conclusion? That's a fascinating point of view. Can you tell me more about how you came to that conclusion? 4. It sounds like you're facing a challenging situation. Is there anything I can do to support you? It sounds like you're facing a challenging situation. Is there anything I can do to support you? 5. I can imagine how difficult that must have been
0: for you. Thank you for sharing your experience with me. I can imagine how difficult that
1: must have been for you. Thank you for sharing your experience with me. By using these rapport-building and empathetic phrases, you can create a positive and supportive
0: atmosphere in your business interactions, leading to stronger relationships and more effective communication. Okay, that brings us nicely to a natural break in our crash course on how to communicate, not interrogate. As a quick reminder, in this episode we have looked at the differences between interrogative and conversational approaches, where we have looked at a number of fantastic upgrades to your language that you can use to communicate more professionally. We've also looked at the great use of open-ended questions and active listening to really capitalise on every professional engagement and get that conversation flowing. And finally, on today's episode, we looked at rapport building and showing empathy, which, as we have seen, is a vital skill to have in order to truly address those more challenging relationships and difficult conversations. With these three areas already in the bag, the groundwork has been laid for part two of our series on communicating, not interrogating. In the final part of this series, we shall complete our professional toolkit of phrases with two final sections. In the next episode, we're going to be looking at, firstly, the tricky yet highly effective skill of paraphrasing and summarising which is a priceless skill to master for those long and or complex conversations and meetings that helps bring about some much-needed clarity and structure back into the dialogue. And then we will wrap up the mini-series with a number of phrases for balancing inquiry and advocacy, which will help demonstrate willingness to listen and engage with other perspectives, whilst also confidently expressing your own ideas and opinions. So, with your appetite sufficiently wet, it's time for us to sign off, and until next time, keep it strictly business. You have been listening to the Business English Podcast. Remember to subscribe, leave a review, and we'll see you next time.